There was a time. What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Even More About Nothing. I am one of your hosts, Rafiki. And I'm Mookie, and this show is brought to you by Jouet, fashionable, sensible, awesome gaming clothing, nerd culture all around, fashionable clothing for people like us. If you want to check it out, keep the website jouet.co. So, we got a lot to do, and we're, we apologize this episode's a little late. But it, we all hope you had a really good Memorial Day weekend. We want to thank all the veterans that they're serving or have served and those who have given their lives to keep our country as safe as they possibly can. And we appreciate all of you with our deepest and sincerest apologies to those who have lost loved ones as well. Uh, but uh, apart from that, we've got a special guest. If you remember him from last week. I'll allow him to introduce himself again. Uh, my name is James, uh, a.k.a. I don't even know what to call myself, but you can find me <laughs> on Instagram, James underscore Gutu, and that's about it. I'm not Okay, I, I gotta stop for a second. Do you remember that whole video that came out with this guy? That baby called me Dada. My name hey, is Dada. Yeah, my, my name is James. <laughs> that's the way he said that. My name is James. I was like, oh, uh, no. My name is Dada. My name is James. <laughs> Anyways. If you're joining us for the first time, we welcome you aboard. We are, again, even more about nothing. We're a podcast that talks about anything nerdy or within our interests, from comics to movies to TV shows to tech to whatever we feel like, to games. So without further ado, we've got a long list. We've, we've got a list, list of stuff to talk about. I'm um, going to go ahead and take this moment and say spoiler warning. Just as a broad scope for the show today... We're going to talk about quite a few things. We're going to hit X-Men. Later, we're going to talk about this Captain America issue one comic and the new Rebirth that released last week. So if you don't want to hear any of that, suggest pausing the episode, stopping the episode, go watch and read those things and come back. But let's go ahead and uh, start with this uh, X-Men. You want to you wanna give the first stab on, on thoughts and how you thought? And First of all... The movie gets a solid A. Agreed. One, it's a good movie. Two, the acting is well done. Three, they do justice to most of the characters. If not all, most. And then that, that's 40 plus years of character yeah. development that they had to really... Yeah, and then again, and what I liked is they did... They didn't try to do too much, but they also, like... They did enough they did to enough. left you satisfied, but yet wanting more for the next movie. Yeah. So, um, they did brief, and I'm like, brief, brief, brief introductories for some. Like, we got, um, so Cyclops, Scott. Out of, out of probably most of them, he got a little more time than some of the other people. Yeah, as far as his origin story, they show him in school and... It's kind of one of the most popular scenes in X-Men. Um, he's in school. His eyes start burning. goes to the bathroom, opens his eyes, the laser shot. I thought that was probably one of the most visually impressive scenes I've seen. Um, Jean Grey, um, a.k.a. Sansa Stark. Yeah, from Game of Thrones. Yep. Very, I honestly didn't know how well she would do. I was kind of worried. She did a good job as Jean Grey. I... I don't think I was so worried. Because maybe Jean, skeptical. Here's my thing. Jean Grey is 
And again, this is young Jean Grey, too. So yeah. all these characters are young besides... Early high school for early, the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Early high school besides... Even Xavier is young. Xavier is 30s. We've only seen Xavier in his 40s, 50s, 60s. This is young Xavier. I mean, this is young everybody. I mean... When is the last time you saw Hank McCoy <laughs> young? He's always been an old head. So I think everything has been... I think what they've been doing, the, the world building, the laying out of plans, I think it's all gonna, I think it's all been done well. My favorite scene was, of course, the reveal of Old Man Logan. And we'll talk a little... I don't know. Not, not Old Man, but it was... Okay, here's my thing. So there's a scene in there where... Wolverine is locked up in a cage, and when he comes out of the cage, he's got on X twenty three gear. Um, or what well, is, not X twenty three. I don't know but, the exact name of it. I don't, okay, so we all know Wolverine was. They used DNA from Wolverine to, to clone and create X twenty three. Um, but in the scene, he's like, I, I, I think he was. I don't even remember seeing Hugh Jackman's name anywhere near it. The trailers or anything. Yeah, he was in the, like... Oh, he was in the trailer? He, but they didn't show him. All you see at the end of one trailer, just one trailer they did, and all you see is just a hand and all of a sudden, cloth. Oh, okay. that was the end of the trailer. Okay. So you knew, but you So you knew it was going to be in there, okay. Yeah, I like... I, I, you guys know my policy. I see one trailer and I'm done. That's... And honestly, for me, it was a, it was a good surprise because I was like, oh, wasn't expecting to see him in this movie. Um, and he was only in there for five minutes. And yeah, he so he didn't really. He was in there for like three minutes and killed a hundred people and then disappeared <laughs> into the woods. Forever. It was it was quick. Yeah, but um, what they did a good job with him is establishing the friendship between him and Jean Grey as to how we all know that terrible X Men Three movie. <laughs> Which, by the way, they were taking. A st- I don't know if you noticed. They took several stabs at themselves. Yeah. Uh, they said. Uh, Two, wait, Jubilee said, I think two is always the best. Yeah. And then Scott was like, one is really good. And then Gene Gary was like, the third one's always the terrible one. And I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, but they were talking about Star Wars. But, but there was know, that. There but was I, the, the subtle references to the X-Men movies. Um, yeah. So, I, it was really good. Um, I don't think they did Angel enough justice. I think it was kind of convoluted. Um... Again, I wish they would have done more with the relationship between, um, not Silver Surfer. Can I remember his name now? Scott. No. Which Apocalypse? White guy. Speed guy. Oh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. I can't speak English. Quicksilver and Magneto. They were getting there, but then for some reason they decided to hold off. I get it. But then again, I'm just like. It gives them something for later. For later, but then again, like, they've done Apocalypse. They've already, we've already seen um, the centuries. We've already seen Apocalypse. Who else is bigger? Wait, wait. Sentinels. Sorry. We've already seen the Sentinels. We've already seen Apocalypse. More or less. We saw a quick second of them, but yeah. Who, who, no, but there was a whole, I mean. Oh, that's right. Look, there was a whole movie about the Sentinels. Sorry. So. fart. Like. Sorry. Who's next? Like, what? Um, To me, I thought. Oh, um. Well, so what was the uh, the guy who runs that project? Essex Project. Essex Group. The, the X twenty. Yeah, Essex Group. What's because 
I can't remember the villain's name. He was technically created by Apocalypse, and he show, he was the guy that showed up getting Wolverine's DNA in the in the final credit scene. I can't remember what villain he's supposed to be, and he was supposedly created by Apocalypse. <laughs> name slipping my mind. Anyways, continue. I'll figure it out. Um, I don't want to rag on the movie too much because I thought it was a good movie. Like I said, solid A. Um... I personally think they went a little overboard with the whole Phoenix thing, but that's just me. I know you said you didn't mind it so much. I felt like you can't, because to me, the advent of Phoenix is the beginning of the end for Jean Grey. And we just got introduced to this new Jean Grey. Because, understand this, understand this. It's like multiple personality disorder, but it's actually, technically, if we're being honest, two different characters because Jean Grey is one person Phoenix is a different person like powers are different personality is different everything about Phoenix is completely different from everything about Jean Grey so I mean that's besides very, very the, okay. true yeah but like again but, I get why they did it because it's 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 her power max that is her power plus one so for, I, I get it but again I'm just like it is her power For me, max. It was too early. Then how? It, the question is like, how would they really have defeated Apocalypse? She's the second strongest psychic in no, the world. No, I, I, I'm not saying she's not. But like, ultimately, how would you have resolved it? Also, that so we have that early introduction. So then that way, if they decide in two movies to go the Dark Phoenix route <coughs> by that second movie, we already had that hint of it. Then all they have to do, instead of really... They can explore it a lot better because we now know that's a thing in that next movie. Yeah, and okay, but here's my thing. Like, She's still discovering her... When he says, unleash your power, she can unleash her... She can unleash her psychic powers. I, okay, at her max... And depending on, like, age, universe, and comics, depending on where you're looking at and what time period, she's actually a more powerful psychic than Xavier himself. And Xavier said that. Yeah. So, my thing is, why didn't she just max out her psychic powers? Why did she have to tap into her, tap into her phoenix powers? But again, because, she's again, still again, learning again, to control things. There, so. it's, exactly, she's still learning to control things. So she didn't know. She, she didn't just, know. But like again, we didn't. I feel like that was just a hair too far. I mean, here's my thing. She was having a bad dream, the vision apocalypse about the end of the world, and she was literally melting down the entire house. You're telling me if she's not unleashing her powers and focusing all her mental energy specifically on... I think that would be... Like, again, the scene was amazing. I thought it was a good... Kind of... I feel like they stole a little bit from Justice League when Justice League 2 died in Dark Side the first time. Um, well, in New 52, where it was the Batarang, um, um, what is it? Um, Cyborg's cannon shot, Superman's ray beam, um, I think, what did one, did one woman throw her sword? She threw her sword at him, and that, that's when I think everybody started doing the beams, and then, um... I think, well, the green, no, no, green arrow wasn't there, it was lanterns, I think lantern, yeah, it was lantern, because lantern And then shot. Superman, wait, but then Superman came back, remember he was stuck on Apocalypse for a minute, because Batman had to go rescue him. Mm-hmm. And then Superman... They used, they all combined and did the one, this is yeah, before, yeah. okay... Anyways, now we're crossing genres. Um, 
Long story short, good movie. You should go see it. It's already at like number one at the box office. In case you didn't expect this, it was number one. And Alice in Wonderland flopped. Surprise. So shocking. Um, <laughs> I don't understand what Disney is doing with those movies. But. That's a good question. One thing I did notice is that they are starting to unify some things across the Marvel Universe. And I want to say shout outs to Disney because Disney is so powerful that, like, they're getting, like, obviously they made references to Star Wars, but they also made references to um, other Disney properties, at least within the Marvel Universe. Um, So that's good. I feel like Disney's starting to put a, like, again, I think in this movie they're called Enhanced, or they actually called Mutants. I don't they know said mutants. They said mutants. In X-Men? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Xavier said uh, mutants. Okay, yeah. He they said, say you were ta- uh, you're, this is, I could tap into all the minds of the mutants in the world. Yeah. And then, same thing, I, I just watched Deadpool the other day. Um, and they say, they call them mutants in Deadpool. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're both. Deadpool's hilarious, by the way. Told yeah. you. Deadpool is freaking hilarious. It, des- it deserved its cash. It got. Oh, yeah. It got cash. I mean, it just got beat by X-Men, but. No, no. Well, did it get beat? Yeah, it got beat by. It X-Men. got beat by X Men. It got beat by Cat. But it's the best selling, I think, R rated movie. movie. Yeah, still. Um, but yeah, um, shout out to X Men. That was really good. But like seeing seeing X Men and then seeing Deadpool, I feel like Disney is really trying to unify the language being used across the board, or at least have some similar themes across the board. And I don't universes. know. To be honest, I don't know how much really. Really, it might Disney be is involved because I mean, both Deadpool and um, X Men are Fox, though. Those are Fox. Yeah, movies, that's so. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like here's the Disney stamp, but I feel like Disney's taking, or or Mar- maybe it's Marvel that's the one that's standing up and getting and getting in the way and saying, okay, these are the, some of the things we will allow and some of the things we refuse to allow because I feel like again, DC being who they are. I feel like they, not that they give the directors too much creative license, but like it gets too complicated sometimes between what the director's vision is and like the integrity of the comics. Yeah. Like we actually just got um, the director of the Justice League movie promised a simpler plot line to follow. He said um, Batman v Superman was too muddied, and, which, um, yeah. which it was. And you had to really understand the history of the characters. Because a lot of people were pissed off at the whole Martha, Martha thing. They're like, why is that such a big deal? A lot of people don't understand that the impact of losing... Uh, the reason Batman is with Batman is because of the loss of his, of his parents, particularly his mother, which he was, he was close with his father but he was closer with his mom because his dad was off running an empire and his mom was a stay-at-home mom. So he had that Oedipus complex. We didn't really hate his dad, but because he and his dad, he looked up to his dad as a figure, but he had that close relationship with his mom and that's further explored in the alternate universe where Bruce dies and, and Thomas, Thomas and his mom Batman. become Batman and the Joker. That's explored a little bit deeper in that universe. Um, so... I'm glad that Marvel and or Disney are saying, okay, this is what we'll allow, and this is what we won't allow, and this is where you can go, and this is where you can't go. Because I think it just keeps things nice, prim, proper, and uniform. But um, 
Yeah, you go ahead and give your verdict so we don't spend too much time on this topic. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't really have, you know, uh, much to say. I think you covered just about a lot of those things that I was thinking. Um, again, I really didn't mind the rise of the Phoenix, at least giving us that glimpse and that idea of that power that is that she's capable of. Um, at least, you know, um, I mean, people aren't going to necessarily think it's coming out of left field because of they had been hinting at it the whole movie anyways. But, um, again, didn't mind that. Favorite scene, though, for me, is at first when Xavier was putting a pause on uh, Apocalypse. That whole mind battle scene when they're connected. Um, and then all of a sudden we got to see Apocalypse grow. Um, in Not super gigantic, but... At least give us that imagery of how Apocalypse, his size, should be. So I did I did like that. Um, watch. I was talking with uh, I was talking with some friends about it, and um, I'd probably agree. Uh, it, the The trailers made it look very chaotic. Um, just watching the trailers, you couldn't... Which, which is good, I think. That way you can't follow or figure out exactly how the movie should progress. Um, but I think it was handled very well. The direction, I think everything worked out nicely. I felt like Quicksilver stole a lot of those scenes that he was in. Not quite all of them, but every scene he was in, I enjoyed. Thoroughly enjoyed. Especially his first um, his first appearance. Uh, he sh- well, at least his first appearance in terms of being at the mansion. Um, and he had to save everybody from an explosion, which he almost did. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? Yeah. Um, I will agree and give it an A as well for this movie. Um, I don't think I really had, I don't, I don't think I really had any qualms. Granted, you know, I'm not as well-versed in the Marvel uh, universe, but I... I yeah, neither one of us are, so... So, I, I know a couple of things, but... Anyways, but it, it was a great movie. If you haven't seen it and you're listening and it's ruined for you, I don't know why you did. But, Amen. still go see it. Amen. <laughs> Yay! You you said okay yeah, when said, we I told said, you we were going to do that. I said, I said, I said, I said, yeah, I'm going to it anyways. <laughs> Jimmy... FBI shows up the doorstep. That's your fault. <laughs> I'm writing you out. <laughs> um, okay, uh, next thing on the list, Overwatch came out last week. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Overwatch was out last week. It, we have ooh. been playing it. I've been playing it every chance I can get. I haven't had too many chances, but when I sit down and play, I'm playing for at least an hour, maybe a couple hours when I have the time. Um, I love that game. I am not really much of a a, a, a first person shooter. Okay, like a, a, a what is it, a strategy first person shooter at that? It's a hero shooter. Hero okay, shooter. Whatever. <laughs> but I love it. Oh my god! I didn't get to play it that much because Iron Banner was around this week, so you know priorities got to level them out. Priorities, he said. <laughs> uh, but it was just a fun game to pick up and play and figure out what characters I like. What I'm good with. Reaper's OP. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm Half not. Cross map with a shotgun. Pistol shot. Never, I'm done. No, I'm just not going to say nothing about Reaper. <laughs> Man. 
My dude Winston though. Winston. I went in with Winston. I went on a fifth, uh, like a fifteen kill streak. Which, by the way, for me, that is amazing, because I don't play that much. I struggle with a lot of these games, but it was amazing. And I was like, oh, that I think that round I went like eighteen and three, I think, or something like that. So that was nice. I did manage on one of the on one of the games to get uh, play of the game. That's always a good feeling. That was a That's great a feeling, and I was I was my dude Bastion. Man, I rolled in like a tank, shot one person, got a double kill out of it, got out of the tank, killed three more people or something like that. I don't know. It was. I love this game. Go get it, please. Bastion's not as OP as he was in the beta. No. Well, people just learn you use Genji. You're right. <laughs> and Widowmaker. I mean, because literally, uh, what? Blizzard hasn't touched the thing. They really? didn't. Nope. They didn't. They didn't. Because I felt that Bastion was well. It's the beta because no one really, no one, no knows, one knows what to do in the beta. Everybody was like, Bastion, <laughs> and it was the first week. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I got a Bastion like play the game last night. <laughs> no, it's funny. I was like, I was in turret mode, and what is it? Lucio come around the corner, lit him up. Got my super, supered up. Went in the tank mode, came around the corner, got that triple, yak yak. Yeah. Um, it's too easy, but he's also very squishy. And then it's very easy to cheat with him. We were playing one game. We had to attack the base. Three bastions. Mm, that's not even Three fair. bastions in one room in all three corners. Tanked up. Right. What? And then they had a Torbjorn across the map building turrets. So as soon as he came around the corner, you were getting hit by a turret on one side and a bastion on the other side. So we couldn't, we couldn't do nothing. We couldn't. There's nothing we could do. There's nothing we could do. We lost that game. We lost that game bad. I mean, that's the part where it becomes cheesy. Um, so I feel like there should be a character limit. Maybe I mean, find competitive. Competitive, they'll probably be, and then they'll probably be bans in competitive too. And you know, you know, he's gonna get banned. You know, he can do like Call of Duty ban and protect. Yeah, well, I mean, just like think about like League of Legends, like they pick characters, they ban them, or Dota's more appropriate. You know, Dota, like, like you pick a character, they ban a character, you pick a character, they ban a character, they pick a character, you ban, they pick, you ban. And then just a snake order. So pick, ban, pick, ban, pick, ban, pick, ban, ban, pick, ban, pick, ban, pick. So I think that's what they're going to do. Maybe. Just to avoid having too many. Because a team of any one character is OP. A team yeah. of like, if you have a team of nothing but Reapers. That's, that's not fair. It's not fair. It's not balanced and you might get ran through, but it's still <laughs> not fair. If you have a team of all road dogs. Bro, all those chains going on at once, it's kind of broken. It's kind of broken, <laughs> or yeah. Or rat, all those grenades. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, so a team of any one character. A team of freaking Mays. My, I think it's my, it might be May. Yeah, I think it's May. A team of Mays. All them ice shards, bro, your team would never move. You would just be stuck. You would be stuck. Frozen. Yeah, yeah, so um, I think the, the state of the game is fantastic. I have a great time with it. It's my it's my go to game where I go and like no matter how well or bad I do it it's doesn't fun. matter I just have a good time. Yeah. I mean I tend not to play with like even when because a lot of the times I play solo I tend I tend not to do that. In no, competitive my friends games. have the game. Yeah, I tend not to do that in competitive games because it pisses me off when you just have a bad team. But even in this game, like even if you're having a bad game or a bad team, you're still just having fun. Yeah. And I think that's what Blizzard has mastered. Blizzard has mastered the art of having fun. Um. So everyone should go pick it up. We have it on PS4. 
in the next few weeks, maybe a few hours. I'll have it on PC, <laughs> depending on how I feel. I got some bills to pay. Um, so, um, going to be running in PC and Xbox. Uh, not well, PC and PS4 for now. Maybe Xbox later. Um, don't know who that is. <laughs> um, what's next on the thing? Cause, um, comics... We've got DC Rebirth and Captain America One. Um, let's let's run through Rebirth. We'll just run down through uh, Rebirth real quick. Yeah, I'll let you imagine. Um, um, so if you don't know what's going on, DC Rebirth is a way of them fixing, Restarting. more or less fixing New 52. the New Fifty Two yet bringing back the 80 years of history for a lot of these characters because the New 52 basically made everything previous not canon. With this, the New 52 is now not canon. Uh, But I love this for the fact that it gives a big middle finger to itself for the New 52. Um, Granted, it reflected by the fans and all the sales, um, it really, it really, really, some of these lines, like, hit them hard financially. So, that's kind of their way of fixing it. But, ultimately, it follows Wally West. Wally West has been gone for a while. Um, for quite a while, and gone, forgotten. Um, so, they bring him back into the fold. Um, he's really that catalyst uh, for getting things um, going. Um, but... Uh, so you kind of see him trying to piece things back together. The new 52 is looking like it. It's more or less like a bad dream, I guess yeah. you could say. And honestly, this actually clarifies a few things up for the Batman v Superman movie. His temporal time jump partially explains what's going no, on with yeah. the dream scene. Because Bruce is laying there. And honestly, I think they might have done that on purpose. I don't know. Like, look, but they, we don't they know how new, far the things yeah. work across. Um, maybe the first page were already drawn up. But in the dream sequence in the movie, a flash, we think it's Barry Allen, but it could be Wally. It could be Wally West. No, they've already said Flash was going to be Barry. Oh, it's going to be Barry. Okay, like, so it's Barry. Like, the, the, when they casted Ezra Miller, they've casted him to be Barry. Because yeah. there was a whole... There was a whole fuss about Grant Gustin not oh, okay, being... Okay, not movies. being... Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, when Barry Allen employs... We get the temporal, the temporal time jump. We we were thinking, was it Boom Tube? That suit he was wearing looks weird. We weren't really sure. But then, on the TV show, we get Barry being scattered into the time force... And then this is the third time we've had this. I mean, it's being scattered into the time force isn't something new. Speed force. The speed force. Yes, I apologize. This is not. This is not something new. It happens not too often, often but it's happened quite Barry's a while. Barry's been in there. A Wally's been in there. A lot of speedsters have been in there. Yeah, even I mean that's where the black racer comes from. Technically, he appears. He appears from the speed force um, to return you to the speed force if you read the earlier. I think it's Silver Age comics or is it Golden Age comics? He appears to return you to the Speed Force, the Black mm, Racer. The, the, that's more of a Jeff Johnson, so that's Silver. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So, um, Wally being scattered and lost in time, and then popping up and not being able to fully materialize, is reminiscent of what goes on in the movie. So I think that helps 
at least comic readers justify. Not that we need any justification anyway, because we were able to figure it out after fighting for two or three days. Yeah. <laughs> I really tried to tell you. Yeah, I mean, I, I really wanted to fight it because that suit threw me off. I was like, <laughs> why does he have that, that? That doesn't make sense that he has a suit. Anyway, um, we get to time jumping. Um, and first things first, this picks up a little bit where Justice League leaves off. We get the console. Batman sits in the chair of all knowledge and asks, who is the Joker? And the chair simply asks, the chair simply replies, which one? There's technically three Jokers. It didn't say which one at the end of uh, yeah, it, 50. Uh, yeah. Didn't it say which one? Or it, it said no. there's three he of said, them? He said, who's, who's, the jo- the, who's the Joker? And then it shows the panel of his shocked face. And it's and then the last, the very last panel of that comic says, no, it can't be. It doesn't say which one or who. I thought it said which one. Anyway, um, nope. when it opens up, he says, the chair said there's three Jokers. Did it? Dude, look on the first page. What are you talking about? What first page? Okay, keep reading. Keep reading. Right there. Uh, oh, yeah. The, okay, the two different... Okay. Yeah. The chair says there's three Jokers. Um, and if, you, if you've if you seen... If you've seen or... Well, that, that's that's Alfred, though, talking to him. Well, anyways, continue. The chair said that there's three Jokers. Okay. So. The three Jokers are the early Joker... New 52 Joker, Death in the Family Joker. Um, so those are the three Jokers we have. So reminiscent of the older Joker, we get yeah, Death in the Family he's Joker. He's talking to Alfred in this scene. There's, the chair doesn't say anything. It's all talking. He's talking. The Alfred says, the chair says there's three Jokers. Do you not see that? Uh, can you? I was about to say, can you not read, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's right there. The words are right there. The chair says there's right, three I'll, jokers. All right, I overlooked. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, there's three jokers. We get new 52 joker, the one that looks like a Mac. He's got the Macklemore haircut. Um, we've got death in the family joker, and then we've got your older zoot suit joker. Um, so there's three jokers active in the world at the same time. This is not new. Um, it is a confirmation, um, but, okay, it's different. We've had multiple characters, we have had multiple same characters in the same place at the same time. This universe has 52 multiverses, by the way. So, what's different is that they're all in the same place, operating at the same time. Um, which, again, it's not that new. We've had something like this before, but the Joker has always been this singularity. We've never really had his origins revealed. We never... He's always been this mystery. Um, Personally, I, I wish they would keep it like that. I kind of like it. I think it's very interesting. Like, I'm like the weird guy, and everyone's like, oh, they're ruining comics, and I'm like, shut up and go in a corner because this is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's very interesting. I'm it's not disagreeing. Very, so they still it, haven't revealed who the Joker is? No. But like, I still like the mysterious factor. Though. This throws a wrench into the fact that there is one single Joker that's been causing Batman all this havoc, all of this time. No, and I think it also like does this thing like, the Joker is an entity that can never be contained. Um, it's Batman's literally Batman's greatest mystery in the comic, in the in 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 Rebirth itself. Wally is speaking about Bruce about this genius mind who's literally solved 
every theory and every problem that has come his way. Except the Joker. Except for the mystery of the Joker. This is Batman's biggest pain in the neck. He's Batman's biggest villain. Not physically, but he's Batman's greatest enemy, arch enemy, whatever, whatever. Um, How many times so, have you been to prison? Yo, Joker like lives in prison. <laughs> Joker's been to prison more than Gucci Mane has. And he gets out more often than... I saw a meme this morning... And it said the real lemonade is back. Crossed out Beyonce and, and Gucci, Gucci Man. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I've seen it. Oh yeah, Gucci. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know, Gucci Man is free. He back. He back. Out of jail and dropped what two albums? Two albums. And he's been out less than a week. Yeah. And Bobby Schmurter still in jail. I don't know if he's ever getting he's out. He's not gonna. <laughs> Bobby Schmurter's never Mitch getting out. Damn. <laughs> sorry, man. Why, why do you have to do that, Mitch? Anyway, back on topic. Um. We get um, new origins, flash origins, new beginnings for guys like Aqualad. Um, Damien is still in this. I know a lot of people were like, well, what are they going to do with the whole Robin situation? We still have my boy Damien Wayne. My personal favorite Joker, uh, Robin of all time. Damien is killing things in Batman v. Robin, or Batman and Robin. Batman, son of Robin. Robin, yeah. Robin, son of Batman. Robin, son of Batman. I can't speak English today. And the Robin... Um, Robin standalone? Or the Robin standalone. And then Rebirth is going to have a Damian Wayne-led Teen Titans. But I think and they're calling it a different no, name. No, it's Teen Titans. It's called, I thought it was it's Titans. Titans. And uh, no, it's... Uh, hang on. Teen Titans number one. Yeah. Yeah. That's and Damien is. is going to be leading Ooh. that group, and I am so hyped to read that. Because um, Damien is nice right now. I'm excited. Action Comics is getting its original number placement back. Um, Action Comics is good. The new issue that comes out is going to be at 957. Nice. So that'll be that'll be very, very interesting. I'm actually excited for the uh, the Damien Jonathan title that they're I don't remember the name of it. Oh, the one with uh, Damian Wayne and... Uh, and Jonathan White. Yeah. Superman's son. So, the son of the... The, 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 the two sons, the two blood sons of the two greatest superheroes in DC catalog are going to be in a comic together, and that is just... I think they're going to fight a lot for the first ten issues, and then they're going to be like, look, we can't do this without each other. Because I think it would probably be reminiscent of what Young Justice was, between Robin and um, um, uh, Superboy. Superboy, yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, we all know Aqualad is the real leader of the Young Justice yeah. Squad. Um, um, there is a Titans title, and that yeah, the gonna tit- have, yeah, it's gonna have can- Wally West. Okay, yeah, the I knew there was, was gonna have there was Wally something West. else that was this Titans something. Yeah, because they took that because that was originally Teen Titans, and then they moved the new Teen Titans, and then this is just like Titans, I think. Um, uh, but yeah, we'll be uh, Watchmen shows up in this comic, guys. Watchmen? Or uh, uh, Rorschach? Dr. Manhattan, sorry. Okay. I'm like... Well, but it's still the Watchmen. So I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but like saying yeah. the Watchmen is like saying the Justice League showed up. Which one? Which There's one? 149. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be more specific than that. Uh, but yeah, um, I didn't um, see that. Bit. If you Wait, what? You didn't see the... What? I didn't see the Dr. Manhattan. Well, it's the little... Yeah, you didn't. It's... Mm. Oh, okay. I'll probably... The little... Well, for one, you've got the whole watch oh, thing going gear. on, okay. and then um, Batman picks up. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, okay. That's not Doctor Manhattan, but okay. 
Well, but that's what I was getting. A reference. Yeah. Um, uh, if you guys are interested, uh, so the Rebirth like list that is going out, at least that they've put up for the first several comics. Um, so May 25th was the release of the first issue um, of Rebirth. Uh, guys, go get it. It's worth the money. Two ninety nine, eighty pages. Worth the money. Worth every penny spent. Um, look, I would buy. Look, you actually bought two. I was literally about to say I'd buy a second copy. You actually bought two copies. I bought two. Co- There's two different covers, and I heard good things about it. I loved it. I'm glad I bought both copies. Um, glad. But yeah. Um. So on June first is Batman Rebirth one, Green Arrow Rebirth one, Green Lanterns Rebirth one. Superman Rebirth 1, June 8th, that's when we're getting into Action Comics, Aquaman, um, DC Comics, Flash Rebirth, Wonder Woman Rebirth. The 15th of June is Batman 1, Green Arrow 1, Green Lanterns 1, Superman 1, Titans Rebirth 1. And then um, 22nd is Action Comics, the next next following issue, Aquaman 1, um, Detective Comics... Which that also got its original number back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be the second, the second released issue after Rebirth, and then um, the Flash and Wonder Woman. So check it out, guys. They're they're really really good. Uh, you wanna you wanna head the next one? Um. Yeah, because apparently I'm a bad guy for liking this. Um. Captain America number one sees the return of the good old Mr. Two Shoes. Steve Rogers. He's back. Steve. He's got the new energy shield. Um it's this it's the shield actually shaped like a shield with the black star in the middle because Sam Wilson is still Captain America. Um, so we still have Captain America, Sam Wilson. He still has the original adamantium shield. Um, and so the return of Steve Rogers is interesting. Um, I'm trying to like delay this. Um, we see Red Skull a little bit. Um, let's just get into it, man. Uh, they've done... Probably one of the biggest changes and one of the most meaningful changes to anything in the Marvel book, at least to a main state character like this, in a long time. Um, Marie Hill is in this comic. Uh, How do I go about this? You tell me. There's a lot that happens. Yeah. Um, I actually think the new shield is amazing because I think that little energy thing at the bottom of the shield allows them to be more offensive rather than the circular shield which you threw. Um, so I think the new shield is an improvement. There's a lot of improvements to the shield um, that I like a lot. Um, okay. So Captain America is fighting Zemo. Simo has someone captured. Um, he breaks into the shield. He breaks into the plane, fights Zemo, and at the very end of the comic, I read. I read. I read the last. I read the last 
through three panels. So, like I said before. We'll tell them who's talking first. Oh, it's a flashback scene. Um, uh, can't okay. find it. Um, just paraphrase it. Paraphrase it for them. They're fighting Zemo. They have Zemo beat. All of a sudden, Cap grabs Jack by the shoulder, throws him off the airplane, and he goes, what's going on? And he goes, it's a terrible price to pay for what must be done, for the road has not been easy, and I have plenty of course, uh, I have plenty of cause to doubt it, but still, I hold true to what I believe, and I follow in the footsteps of those who inspired me. You see, and this is Captain America speaking, you see, I dream of something better too. Hail Hydra. The internet already like lost their mind. IGN put up a picture. I don't know if IGN was the one that broke it, but IGN definitely put up a picture of this last panel. So, long story short, this has been confirmed by the directors. He is not under mind control. Um, this is of his own volition. Captain America is a Hydra agent. Wow. I personally love it. Here's my thing. Steve Rogers, let's be perfectly honest, is a boring character. Steve. Steve Rogers is the most boring character. And I think that's why people like him. He's safe. It's He's a safe character. Not and anymore. People, and people like it. And here's my thing. And I'm glad we talked about X-Men at the top of the show. A lot of people are pissed off and saying the writers and directors are pissing on the legacy of the two Jewish creators. Stanley's Jewish, right? I think so. Did he? Because he created Captain America, didn't he? Uh, let's, I want to confirm this. Yeah, let's, let's I want to uh, confirm this. I don't want to go splatting off in the mouth and I get, <laughs> and I get, I get assaulted in these screets. I'm not in these screets. Not these streets and these streets. I'm not trying to get robbed in these streets. I don't want that problem, bro. Hey, you got one who says Creators, Jack Kirby, Joe Simon. Jack Kirby and Joe Simon. Kirby did assist Stanley in creating some of his other characters. So we'll lump so okay, we'll lump him in. Um, you guys do know that Kirby had a hand in creating Magneto, right? You know Magneto is a Jew. Old man Magneto. Yeah, because he was. Uh, well, I mean, you know, that's where he found his powers. Yeah. He found his powers at the Holocaust. At the camp. yeah, it was a camp. Was, I think it was actually Auschwitz. Yes, it was. Yeah, his parents were killed, and he lost his mind, and he got his powers. Magneto's a bad guy, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> more like, or less. More or less, but like at one point, the closest he gets is antihero. To at, hero. at, at the, at the very gets. best, antihero. But there have been times where Magneto has straight up just massacred whole villages. Like, Magneto. He did in the movie anyways. Yeah. His Mag- wife and daughter died. He had a, like, a he little and, pocket locket went through seven people's necks. Yeah. And then, Ooh. I mean, again, we don't really talk about it because they were terrible. But in X3, a lot of people died. Magneto massacred a lot of people. So why is it now that people want to bring in Jack Kirby's lineage? or oh, that's it? Is that, that right? Kirby? I didn't Legacy. Say. Yeah. 
It was, it was Kirby. Jack Kirby, yeah, Jack Kirby. Now it's people, oh, but now they want to bring Kirby's legacy as being a Jew and like, oh, this is dishonoring. Look. He crazy. What? What? You want to tell me Magneto is not, is, not, is what? That man is an actual Jew. Like Jesus, the man is an actual Jew. And this man is killing people. But all of a sudden, Captain America is, is, is a Hydra agent and, and, all the creators are, are pissing on Kirby's legacy. What? Anyway, let's get back to the main character himself. This is the most interesting thing that has happened to Captain America in the last 60 years because this guy is as plain as white bread. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's not a knock on him. He's safe. I understand. He stands for the ideal of justice. And me and John have been going back and forth about this. To me, it makes perfect sense. What is... what? What was he? He was a weakling, and then he got the super serum. And what happened to him when he got the serum? He became a six-foot-two, running, stomping monster. Blonde hair, blue eyes, perfect Aryan. What did Hitler want? The perfect Aryan race. What is Steve Rogers? The epitome of what... And again, I understand what John is trying to say, that it's not because of what he is that he should be an hydrogen. It is in spite of what he is, spitting in the face of Hitler, and matter of fact, we all know that in the very first Captain America comic, he actually starts off the comic by punching Hitler in the face. I get that. But this is a very, like, if you read the comic, this Steve Rogers is emotional. Like, this is, like, to me, I don't care, honestly, I don't care that much about the Hydra thing. I think it makes the path forward very interesting from here on but to me you see that this guy he's dealing with a lot he didn't just throw um hold on can i remember this guy's name <laughs> i told you i don't know zooms that much oh well he didn't just throw jack who's, who's this i can't remember this. he didn't just throw jack off the plate you could see the pain in his eyes you could tell, you could see he's like, he's struggling with the decision he's making. You could tell this is not easy. And I think a lot of people are just skipping to the last page and reading this and just taking it for what it is. But here's one of the most important things I feel like people are missing. It is a terrible price to pay for what must be done. So it feels like he has a mission to do. So maybe it's not mind control, but maybe there's some things going on that haven't been revealed yet that people are just jumping off the bridge without fully considering it. Yeah. And if you haven't read the comic yet and you're still complaining, shut up, buy the comic, and read it. And a lot of people are saying, boycott the comic. Shut up. Shut shut up. This is people's jobs. You want people to lose their jobs because you're mad because they change the character? This happens all the time. How do you think we felt when... Look, never mind. Let when me not get... 52 happened. Let me, let me not get into <laughs> this. Look, look. I'm standing here as a full-grown man, and I have to admit that I bought all of Convergence. That hurt my soul <laughs> and my bank account. But I did it because there was a plan. I don't know why I did it, but I did it. <laughs> And now we have Rebirth, which is amazing. So always support your comics. Like, I don't even like Marvel. Now I'm buying all Black Panther and... and, and, and now I'm buying Power Fist and Luke Cage um, and uh, Doctor Strange because those are some at least interesting stories. But he says, I, you see, I have a dream of something better. So a lot of people say it's reminiscent of Donald Trump, make America great again, and maybe it is, but comic books have always been 
a reflection of the times. Yeah. If you don't remember, Stanley and Jack Kirby created Black Panther in 66 or 68. Uh, I believe it was 66. I don't know. Well, a, a year later, the Black Panther Party popped up on stage. During the 60s, blacks were incredibly marginalized. I mean, marginalized is a light term. The racism in this country was at all-time high during the 60s. Those two had the courage and the bravery to create a black... 66. 66, yeah. His thought. first appearance was in Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Yeah. 52. Yeah. So not only did they have the foresight and the wisdom to not only make a black character, they made him extremely educated. They made him the wealthiest person. They made him a king of royal blood, which automatically put him above the stature of everyone else. And they actually make references. Like, the thing makes a bunch of Tarzan jokes and a bunch of just derogatory things, and he doesn't... He doesn't just... He doesn't drop down to the thing's level. He always elevates himself above those problems. And even in the Avengers movies, we see that. When he actually confronts Zemo and he goes, I will not let revenge consume me like it has consumed you. And I will take you down in justice and all this other nonsense that he's talking about. All that yaya nonsense that he was doing. Instead of doing the thing that he should have done, which is push that man off a bridge, he sat there (laughs) and thought about what he was doing. And then he he made a good decision. He made a good decision to stand there and do the right thing. But now, y'all want to complain about Captain America. No. Steve. No. Steve, of all people, Steve. needs this change. For some, for, for the first time, I feel like he has some emotional investment in something other than himself and the greater good. Because he's always been this big shield and this enveloping thing about justice and truth for all. But we've never had him, at least to me, inform me if I'm wrong. Because I don't know jack nothing about Marvel Comics. I want to see a cold-blooded killer, Steve. I don't want to see cold-blooded. I, I mean, I think I it'd be... Co- I kind of want to see him get... He and Sam get into it because... I mean, I don't think he got away from the Civil War without killing anybody, but I could be wrong about that, too. Anyway. Eh, um, more or less. I think it's good. I think people need to calm down, put their britches back on, and let the comic ride out. Like, I've seen people boycotting it. I even saw somebody burn the comic, and I'm like, that's just disrespectful. Like, at the end of the day, these guys spent months working, working on, on this. This is, they poured their heart and soul into this. And just because you don't like what it's, look, there's a lot of crap that's gone on in DC that I do not like. Do I stop supporting the comics? No. Now, I made my voice heard. Forums. Yeah, there's forums. And like, honestly, and there's podcasts. <laughs> yeah, there's podcasts. I mean, listen to ours. Let it be known. You can tweet there. Say, I mean, Honestly, I I, I want to give a shout out to Troy Baker, Nolan North, and Paul Paul whatever your name is. Sorry, dog. <laughs> because when I asked them how do you deal with controversy, while still trying to be creative, they gave an amazing answer. They said you kind of have to ignore the good and you ignore the bad, and you just do what you feel is right. Marvel is doing what they feel is right and necessary for a character change. Because honestly, Captain America was the worst part of his own movie. Let's be honest. He was the most boring part of that entire movie. The best parts? Anything the, but him. Spider-Man and Black Panther. A teenager and a black guy are the most interesting part <laughs> of a Captain America movie. Come on, son. Come on, son. So, um, I think it's interesting. I love it. 
I'm excited to see where it goes. I will continue to buy it. I don't care if you buy it. I'll buy two copies next time. Just because. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, think, I think people need to leave some room and grace for growth, nuance. We don't know and where. First of all. With comics, they might rectify it in 10 years. And like, what, here's my thing. What's there to rectify? No, what, what I'm saying. Yeah, but, I'm, but you're it's right. It's comics. Yeah, it's comic books. In 10 years, none of it means anything because Doom is going to blow the universe up again. And then restart. Again. And then we start. Anyway. Or they're going to change buildings, move two blocks down the street. Well, we got to write a new comic arc. Anyway. Um, what you got next on the list? Um, E3. E3. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what Hugo's texting me things. Um, E3 is around the corner. In two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah, 12th, I think, is the start. Well, like, it starts on, like, June 10th. So much, they're, they're it's, st- it's, that it's weird because this year is like the, it is literally like uh, there's three days of stuff leading up to E3 before E3 actually happens. Like EA is doing something on Saturday, Bethesda is doing something on mon- on Sunday, and then the official E3 E3 starts that Monday, which is the the twelfth or the thirteenth. Might be thirteenth. Cause I'll be gone that week. Yeah. Okay, so the actual expo is supposed to be happening the 14th through the 16th. Yeah, there's something going on in the 11th. There's something going on on the 12th and the 13th. So, let me see if I can pull up. Uh, man, there's just there's so much happening. Um, yeah, because it looks like Sunday the 12th, there might be something going on. Yeah, it's either Bethesda. Yeah. I think it's Bethesda on Sunday, or it's EA, one yeah. of the two, or it's Active. Was it EA or Active in the pulled out, or both? Oh no! <laughs> I think all three of them actually pulled out because a lot of people are doing this like private, um, um, private showcase this year where it's removed from the actual E3 thing and it's just them and their fans in a private hall. And then of course we already announced E3 Live which you should have gotten tickets if you're going to be in L.A. because it's a free opportunity to be there. Another new development, Sony is planning to stream its press conference from select theaters around the country. Go to IGN's website, see if there's still tickets available. You can go get them for free now. Um, the listing of the listing of the theaters are on the website. Um, speaking of IGN, they're actually partnering with 2K, um, and Hangar 13 to do an exclusive Mafia 3 reveal. Um, so there's that. I actually have an idea for it. Top 5. I know we picked something else, but... Okay. Top 5 E3 predictions? Mm. I can wrap that. Um, okay. Because it is that time of year, so we might as well make it an annual thing. I know other shows do it, so we might as well join in the loop. Yeah, Top 5 E3 predictions. Oh, we're doing that now? No, no, no. Later. We're doing the top oh, five okay, segments. Okay. Um, Wait, what? But yeah, um, if you guys didn't know, last week, sometime last week, we got confirmation that the Xbox is probably going to move forward with a couple new consoles this year. Um, minimum, we're going to get the Xbox One Slim, which is 40% smaller than the current Xbox One. Thank goodness, because the Xbox One is like logging around a bag of bricks. <laughs> I hope that they have figured out how to get that power brick into the console. That was always the power brick. brick. I don't know why it needs to be this. You can kill a human being with that power brick. I kid you not. You could kill a human. You could kill a small goat with that power brick. <laughs> 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 
That thing is huge. I don't know Xbox why. Xbox 360. Xbox 360 was the worst. But, I mean, I don't understand how they haven't figured out how to get the power source in the box and resolve the cooling issue all at the same time. Now, if it avoids red ringing your Xbox, I guess keep the power brick out. Do it. But for some reason, Sony's figured it out since the PS2. So is GameCube. So is Wii. So is PS1 and PS2. So everybody but. Everybody else but the Xbox has figured out how to get the power source in the box without overheating. Um, so we'll see. Um, the other thing is the supposed confirmation by Kotaku and multiple sources that there's another Xbox One out there. It's called the Xbox One. The project name is Project Scorpio. It is, I think, going to be smaller as well. But the big thing is it's going to be four times more powerful than the current Xbox One. Now, to alleviate fears and all that good stuff, Phil Spencer came out and said, from here on, all Xbox Ones and all Xbox properties in an an effort to unify the Xbox um, platform with Windows 10, whatever they're trying to do there, will be backwards and forwards compatible. At least, so the games you can play on your Xbox 360 are going to be available on the Xbox One and the Xbox One Slim and the Xbox One Scorpio. Same thing. Everything you can play on the Scorpio... You can play on the Xbox One Slim and the Xbox One. Obviously, you can't go all the way back to Xbox 360 because the hardware is different and it's just not as powerful. Another interesting development that's come out is that um, Xbox seems to be partnering more heavily with VR companies. Hmm. I actually got to try out virtual reality with the Vive HTC, the the HTC Vive or whatever. Um, First of all, the computer you need to run it is like twelve hundred bucks. Well, luckily I have one. Um, but yeah, think like I'm glad I built the PC when I did because mine's actually powerful enough to run the HTC Vive. But I got the tr- any Microsoft store in the country right now is running a live VR demo. They have an area blocked off for you to try it out. Um, I think that's kind of a big step. They're actually going to be selling them at Microsoft stores. Um, partially because Valve doesn't have in-place stores. And the cool part about it is if you sign up or pre-order at a Microsoft store, you actually get to be in a separate queue. Because the people who sign on online, I, if I would have signed up online, I would have been in Phase 5. Lord knows when that's going to be, probably 2018 or something. But I went to Microsoft, and I was only the fifth person to pre-order. So I'm technically in Kansas at the Microsoft store in Kansas. I'm the fifth person in line to buy HTC Vive. So when the first four people have theirs, I get a phone call. I go pick mine up. That's pretty cool. We also know that the Oculus is going to be shipped with an Xbox One controller. The thing I feel like people aren't really talking about is what happened to Xbox One AR thing, the HoloLens. Like, oh, yeah, I saw that in the Minecraft uh, thing. Yeah, the yeah. Minecraft thing. We saw it last year at E3. What happened? Dead quiet. We haven't heard a... At least I haven't. I haven't read anything. I haven't seen anything. I haven't listened to anything that talks specifically about what Xbox is doing with um, HoloLens and all that good stuff. It looked really really cool. Oh, really good? Yeah. I've listened to IGN and um, I think Giant Bomb said they use it. They talk about this Halo thing where you're in a room and it's just like Halo experience, kind of like you're living in the world. So it's really cool, but like they're partnering with... VR powerhouses right now because in terms of power 
The most powerful VR headset on the market right now is the HTC Vive. And then Oculus Rift and then all this other stuff. And the HTC Vive is PC only. Oculus Rift is mostly PC. And then PSVR is obviously the PlayStation 4 exclusive. HoloLens was the Xbox One exclusive, but we'll see. I personally plan to own all of them. I don't know how. I'm going to have to work nine, nine jobs to do it, but yeah, it's going to happen. Um, like I said, I already pre-ordered the HTC Vive. Um, I have the Xbox, the PlayStation VR on pre-order, but that doesn't come out until October or whatever. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, I'm interested to see if they announce a partnership with HTC or Oculus. I think it'll be a good move. Both Oculus is designed for gaming, so that. That experience for me was awesome. I got to play this little space game, and I got to do this little world drawing game. It's going to be dope to see what people do as far as art is concerned with VR. My problem. I started to kind of see things about that popping up on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be very interesting. Because like, I was messing around, and I kind of drew like swirls. And like um, you can like manipulate it. You can like create Earth and sun and moon and change the landscape. And I was like... I was like, yeah, you can even use fire. And I was like, fire? Fire? Yeah, so I actually went and used fire. And, like, when you draw with the fire, it actually makes the, like, the sounds of a flame. And I'm just like, this is kind of cool. So I did my favorite thing, that's fire, Street Fighter 4. Oh. I I did the Street Fighter 4, and it actually makes the sound of fire. It's like, So I did the Street, I did the SF4. And, and I did it, I did it in red and yellow, and it's kind of layered. So if you looked at it from one angle, it's more red. If you look at it from the other angle, it's more yellow. Um, and it's, it's amazing. And the cool thing is it's VR. You can walk around your creation and walk into it. So you can create something from the inside out or something from the outside in. So, like, I, can't ama- I cannot wait until we have a virtual reality tour of, like, Ferrari World in Dubai. I've been there. Or No life. Man's Sky. Or No Man's Sky. That'd That's going to be nasty. Uh, Absolutely nasty. A virtual tour of the Louvre, the Smithsonian, the pyramids. The o- I mean, they had an ocean one, and thank God it didn't work, because I might have freaked out a little bit. Um, they said they had a guy freak out so bad, he just got up and threw the thing. Like, a whale came, and he just freaked out, like, took off the headphones, threw it, and, like, ran. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was yeah, like the guy freaked out. It was bad. Um, but yeah, it was really, 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 really cool stuff. Uh, interested to see where Microsoft goes next with their decision with VR. Um, now, of course, this does intensify things between the Scorpio and the Neo. We, as a podcast group, primarily just me because I'm a crazy person. Yeah. I'm going to own both. A Scorpio and a PlayStation VR, and or I mean a PlayStation Neo, personally because I just like having the best technology when it comes to gaming. Like it's just nice. Now what's gonna be interesting is we're gonna try and run some comparisons between Neo and the regular PS4s in the house, just to see if it's really that big of a difference. And if it's not, all y'all gotta eat some crow. Because, again, we've said this before, if you don't have a 4K TV, kick rocks. It doesn't matter. You can't do anything. So, I think a lot of people got to stop tripping. I think a lot of people are worried about the price. I don't think the price will be that egregious. I think what will happen is it'll lower the price of the regular PS4, 
if there is a PS4 Slim, which I think the Neo could be the PS4 Slim, which would be amazing. It'd be more powerful than the PS4 and smaller. Bruh. Um, easier to carry. Yeah, easier to carry. Which the PS4 is already the most mobile console right now, anyway. Um, but yeah, I think um, E3 is going to be a lot of fun this year. I'm really expecting some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Ghost Recon Wildlands released a trailer. That for the first time I had me hyped because the first like the reveal trailer that they did I was like bro this look weak but then they put out another trailer in the last couple of days and I got really really excited I, I remember sure. when they released Future Soldier mm. Ghost Recon I, I thought the trailer looked good the trailer, the trailer looked great good. the mechanics amazing the game eh, eh, I heard much <laughs> yeah I, ain't, I don't know about that anyway yeah so looking forward to E3 this year um we might go to PSX but that's it still in the works anyway. Anything else? E3 for next year might be a thing. I'll already be in LA, I think, about that time. Because of my Kingdom Hearts ticket. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyways. Um, No, don't. I I think we've covered all the major stuff for last week, and we creeped into a little bit of this week, So, but which is fine, which is good. Um, Wait, Bungie. Is Bungie in partner with somebody? I don't know. I think they're probably going to do the PS3 thing again, the PS4 thing. Because you know that's what they usually do. They show up, do something for PlayStation. And now, this is yada yada. They'll probably just talk about whatever's next. Um, apparently, a new Disney princess is coming to theaters November 23rd. Do not care. You don't. Look, I just, <laughs> I just got that. texted to me right now. <laughs> so, it's out there. But apparently, uh, The Rock is supposed to be voicing a character in it. He's one of the starring roles. Mm. Anyways, besides the he point. He plays a small character and has got this super deep voice. What's up, kids? <laughs> His voice ain't that deep. Um, anyways, uh, no, I think we've covered all our major topics. Uh, it's that time. Let's get into our top five. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. Top five. Okay. Uh, wait, what? You said top five E3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top five things to expect or anticipate at E3. Um, I'm going to go first, get my list out of the way. And mine's relatively simple. Um, I'm excited to hear what's new about this new, uh, the new FIFA. Uh, EA is going to show something. They got to show something. They're going to show FIFA, Madden. Um, Wait, I thought we were doing top five. Oh, E3 moments. Oh, okay. Oh, E3 predictions. Yeah, predictions. Um... (laughs) Let's see. Uh, I think I I could be wrong, but I think there might be an overhaul in FIFA. What first things first? I think they're gonna fix. And I felt like the pa- there was a pa- there was a huge pacing issue for that game, um, and there were it felt like. Nah, it wasn't too bad for me. I mean, it could be it could be cleaner, it could be tighter, but. Um, I think there'll be an overhaul for the women. I think yeah, they'll try yeah, to make it a little more relevant. Um, because really, like, apart from the trophies, you really couldn't do much, do much with it. It's not like the season's dedicated to playing with women teams. Or yeah. Like you know, I would have liked that, something to kind of give me... I think there needs to be a little bit more incentive. I think they'll, that'll be the biggest overhaul, is that they'll fix some stuff for the... Yeah, but definitely pacing. Women. So EA, pacing uh, and EA has their conference, and who knows what else will come with that. Square Enix, 
Give me this date for 2.8, please. Shut up. That's not happening. That's not happening. They've already given a release year. It's not happening. That game is getting pushed back, bro. Every year. Year by year. We'll, we will see. E3 is around the corner. Finally. Kingdom Hearts 3 ain't coming out. No, I didn't say 3. 2.8. 2.8 is not coming out. Kingdom Hearts 3 ain't coming out. Bro. By the time it comes out, you'll be dead. Final Fantasy is coming out in September, bro. Where else is Kingdom Hearts 2. whatever going to go? <laughs> we will, we will November? <laughs> you want that game to come out in November? We will see. November, bro? I didn't say November. Where else is going to come out? October? Too close. Besides, don't they have like Dragon Quest 97 or whatever? 97. Don't they have some 99 mobile hey. game for hey. what's call it? These are Star, predictions. Star Ocean 1191 is coming out in I don't even know June. I don't know. I, I I think it's Star Ocean Eleven. I might be wrong. Star Fox Seven Hundred Twenty Three is gonna come out. For That's you. a Nintendo game. But <laughs> look, you need to give up this hope. I, okay, I'm gonna be that guy. All you Final Fantasy fans, we finally got a game. This game was announced ten years ago. We finally got a release date, September thirtieth. I am praying to the guys it doesn't get pushed back. So you Kingdom Hearts fans gonna have to take a huge backseat. Y'all gotta chill. We got to ride this one out. In all honesty, a new Tomb Raider is probably going to get announced before you guys get a release date. Jesus Christ. I, I'm just, I am just being perfectly honest. That game, we will see. Don't know when it's coming out, but it's not coming out this year. We will see. Okay. Er, early 2017. I, that's what I think will happen. Early, early 2017. I'll give y'all that. Hey, early that's, 2017. Hey, man, it's okay. That's when Destiny 2 is probably going to come yeah, out. By March, yeah, by March 2017, y'all have y'all game. And then by March 2020, you'll get Kingdom March 3. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Hey, man. I, I, I swear for you. I'm, I'm, I'm praying for this concert reveals a lot. I really want this game to come out. Push back. <laughs> but y'all are tripping. Square Enix don't even know when this game is coming out. We'll see. Push back. All right. Look, October 27th. October 27th, 1990. That game came out. Anyway, look. I don't, don't want to rag too much on Kingdom March like fans. It. Y'all suffered enough already. Look. Yes. Kingdom Hearts 3. Y'all ain't suffering. Y'all don't know what suffering is. You know how long we've been waiting for this Final Fantasy game? Y'all gotta chill. This is long. No, what? Huh? What? So you've been waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 for over 10 years? Over 15 years? Oh, definitely over 10 years. Because uh, 2005 was when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. And we were... We that were was Kingdom Hearts 2. It, it, and Do you know what the game was talked about? This was revealed as Final Fantasy 13 versus almost 15 years. He was barely born back then. I know. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. Hey, these are my predictions and my hopes. You talk about your prediction, your hopes. Both y'all games ain't coming out. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, we got a game worked up for you. They ain't coming out. They ain't coming out. Star Fox 722 coming out. <laughs> yes, uh, I don't even know what else I was going to say. It's Star Fox. Nah, get out of here. Star Fox. Um, Star Fox 64 Remastered. I don't even know what... Uh, I forgot. I literally forgot what else was on my list. Um. Oh, well, I, I'm actually kind of curious about the place... The, 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 the PlayStation uh, release. PlayStation, yeah, the PlayStation Neo release. So, um, so there's that. And to be honest, I'm going to have to skip on these other two because I, I blinked on them. Cool. I don't have that many. Uh, of course, Destiny 2. I already feel for Halo 6. Probably not going to happen, but I'm holding on to it. 
course FIFA, of course that. Um, something else. What was it? I don't even remember what it was, but I'll probably yell it out later. Cool. Um, so I'm actually pretty interested in this game. Um, a Sony studio from a going to ex Ubisoft devs revealed a game called Absolver. Um, it's supposedly a martial arts MMORPG um, designed for PlayStation 4. It's PlayStation 4 exclusive. So I want more news on that. Um, so I believe they'll eat. I believe they're going to. I don't. We'll probably get a trailer at X, X, at, at uh, the PlayStation conference. Um, Bethesda. This is brave. I'm going to do it right here, right now, because that game's not going to come out for another three years. Bethesda's conference is going to have Doom. Fallout. <laughs> you don't say it. Dishonored. Don't say it. And a teaser trailer. You don't say listen it. Listen to my words. You don't a say teaser it. trailer for Elder oh, Scrolls Six. Oh, six. I knew he was gonna say it. I knew he was gonna say it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I believe it in my soul. I can feel it. The sun is shining just right. I did forget about that. A Elder teaser Scrolls. trailer <laughs> at the Bethesda conference. For Elder Scrolls 6. Now look, we got the teaser trailer for Elder Scrolls 5. We got the teaser trailer for Skyrim in 2009. The game didn't come out until 2011. So I think if we'll get the teaser trailer, the voice of whoever the good guy or the bad guy is, and the symbol for whatever region we're going to be in. Okay, I don't want to go that far. I don't even know if we're going to either get that. We might get a black screen and a voice in Elder Scrolls 6. I don't know if we'll get that much. We might just say Elder Scrolls 6 and then just walk off. <laughs> just walk off. <laughs> but um, Elder Scrolls, off. something will be said about Elder Scrolls 6 this year. The game will not be out for another three to four years. I strongly believe that. Oh, and they'll talk about the Elder Scrolls card game and, of course, patches to Elder Scrolls Online, which apparently is doing very well. So It was terrible in the beginning. Yeah, that's bad. But they, yeah, kudos to them. They think they figured out know what they're doing. Okay, that was number four, right? Obviously, we know about Final Fantasy. I think EA is going to have a pretty big presence. Another prediction. <laughs> you heard it here first, or not. Somebody else might have said this, but you heard it here first. EA will officially give us footage of Mass Effect Andromeda. You're high. I'm, I'm bold today, <laughs> I had my morning coffee. I had some juice. I had some mango juice. I'm bold today. Mango juice. Mango juice. Fire. Absolutely. If you haven't had some mango juice today, put down the coffee, drive down the hy go down to the mini-main section, pick you up a box of mango juice. Fire. It's called mango punch. Mango punch. Go get you some of that. Make yeah, your brave soul. You might tell your boss off. You might say something to your wife you never said before. You might quit your job. Because this mango juice is bold. I'm, I'm feeling a little <laughs> bit extra today. I think for my third prediction. Oh my am I at three? Am I at three? Yeah, One, two, three. Like that. You're at four. So I got two more. So my fourth prediction. Both Microsoft and PlayStation will reveal stronger consoles. Probably. Officially. I think this is the safest one I'm making. They will officially announce them. Maybe release dates. Maybe release They're dates. They're going to say early 2017, probably something like that. What'll probably happen is we get a release window, Yeah. but we'll, get, we'll probably get a release date. Here's the shocking part. I think Microsoft is going to fire the first shot. I think they're going to try and put theirs out this year. Or they're going to say pre-order start now. This is what I think is going to happen. They're going to they're gonna walk out according to plan. This is a slimmer Xbox One. 
it's quieter, it's 40% lighter, yada, 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 yada. For those of you at home, you can walk into a Microsoft store or a GameStop retail next to you and buy it now. <laughs> this November, coming to retail stores around the world and online will be the next version of the Xbox One. And then Phil is going to do the little thing. A video is going to pop up. It's going to be the 4K compatible Xbox One. Now, the Xbox One Slim is supposedly going to be able to do 4K video. But again, y'all don't really got 4K TVs like that. Like, I was stunned when my pops got one. I was like, why? Why? There's one thing we can watch in 4K. House of Cards. (laughs) That's it. Netflix has literally under five shows that are 4K. YouTube has, like, maybe a thousand videos. Think about the millions of people on YouTube. There's maybe a thousand. Probably more than a thousand. Well, now that we've got iPhones that can shoot in 4K. 4K, It's becoming more common, but, like, you think about high-quality productions that are actually in 4K, few and far in between. So I think this this is more future-proofing than anything. Um, I think most people won't care about it. Most people won't buy it. I already have a 4K TV, so I'm going to buy it um, whenever they announce it. Um, what else do we think? Ooh, do you think of Red Dead Redemption 2? That was my last one. Oh, yeah. Rockstar I is about Rockstar oh. is going to be at E3. I want that game. Rockstar doesn't go to E3. Why? They ain't got no business there. Here, <laughs> Rockstar and Blizzard are bigger than E3. Most people know this. Um, like Brian Altano said, all Rockstar has to do is give a picture of a bumper car, and we're talking about it for two weeks. If they show a picture of a horse, the internet will explode. The internet will shut down because everyone's going to be analyzing this one picture of the <laughs> to see if it's from Red Dead 2. Um, I think they're going to just probably double and triple down on Grand Theft Auto because we still don't have the story DLC um, that they promised four years ago when this game released on the 360 and the PS3. We still don't have those story DLCs. Who knows if they'll actually roll those out. They might just say if they've canceled it. But the Ballad and Gay Tony and... Um, Lost in the Dam did really, 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 really well for Mike for um, but the, I can't speak English. Rockstar. I think Rockstar should actually host their own thing, kind of like BlizzCon. I think it'd be awesome. I would go. I'd, I'd be the first person to buy a ticket. I don't care where it is, who got to do to get there, what who's who ship I. Somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm fighting somebody to get on the plane <laughs> to get there because um, Rockstar is in my top five favorite game developers. Bethesda, Bioware, Rockstar. Yeah, Bioware. Um, yeah. I gotta throw Naughty Dog in there. I gotta well, throw yeah, Naughty, Naughty Dog in there. Ooh. Bungie's always made single, single, single the best game on Xbox 360. That's cool. <laughs> Bungie's, <laughs> Bungie's up there. The number one shooter on Xbox 360. I don't Ever. care what anybody says. Of course. Halo. I mean, that's not, that's understandable. Halo. I don't know if I'll throw Bungie in there because I've, you gotta have like Ninja Theory and there's so many other developers in there. But definitely top five. Easy. Top five, top five, top five. Top anyway, last prediction. We will get a release date. And I'm saying this as a hopeful fan. I know it's not going to happen. For Pokemon Go. Mm, yeah, probably. <clears throat> we will get some, some, from each. Some from the, Asian dudes going to show up. From Nintendo things. Pro- well, I don't, I don't, well, Nintendo's head, whoever is currently the head. Um, who's that now? Because. I don't know. Yeah, because, uh, what's his name? He passed away. Yeah. Iwata um, passed away last year. Yeah, uh,. President, right? Yeah, who's currently the president? Is it? No, it can't be Miyazaki. Is it Miyazaki? No, it can't be Miyazaki. Um, oh, no, they're giving me, um, they're giving me the last.
last guy that was president. Current had a Nintendo. Um, let's see. Nintendo current president. Uh, Tatsumi uh, Kimoshima. Oh, Kimoshima. All right, well, Kimoshima. Kimoshima. I think he's probably going to reveal Pokemon Go because that game. Here's the thing. This is the first, not the first time. This is going to be the biggest Pokemon property not on a Nintendo platform. Matter of fact, it's on the most popular platform out there. A phone. Yeah. yeah Everybody got a phone these days. Everybody has a phone these days. Everybody they you got, got a phone with no SIM. Jimmy. I'm about to fight you. <laughs> anyway. What? Everybody they mama, a baby, granddaughter, got one. Look, I'm telling you, I'm I'm quitting I'm quitting my job to become a professional Pokemon catcher. They're probably gonna be a job for that. I'm gonna be the first world I'm gonna be the world's first gym leader. I doubt it, but you Will know. Will they have gym leaders? <laughs> I probably. That's a possibility. There it's was the same. There's a rumor about that. There's lots if they of, get that intense that there's gym leaders, that'd be crazy. Oh, I, I, I do not doubt it. I'm sure somebody's actually... There's some YouTuber out there who's actually planning right now to quit their job to be, like, a, a professional Pokemon Go player. They're still going to do their YouTube. You know? Yeah. Anyway, I, I would do it, but I don't like the job that much. I ain't got time for that. I got bad knees. Anyway, is that the wrap-up of the top five? Yeah, you giving your you haven't given your top wait. You, uh, I was saying, I didn't give that much, but it was, hey, that's second. right, that's right. You did. Yeah, that's a wrap up on the top five. Um, money to blow. Uh, money to blow is our next segment. So. Come in what you want, but you can't come in broke. Money. Pull up with that chopper and a telescope. Rah! All right. Um. Top. Uh, I mean, money to blow. This week for me was simple enough, or last week, I should say. Uh, DC Rebirth, bought two copies, bought Captain America. I bought a pop figure vinyl of uh, Law from One Piece for Tim. Did I do anything else? Movies. We had a huge party on Saturday. We had to sell for that. Oh, went to Aquarium and, uh, yeah, spent money at the Aquarium. You went to an Aquarium? That, That was... Dude, that aquarium is dope, man. The one that's here in KC, it's pretty dope. I thought you'd be scared. I'd be scared. Nah, like there, there's no reason to be. Still, they they might be they might be sealed off, whatever they call that. I'd still be scared. I put down everything. Nah, I don't think there was a reason to be. And they divide they divide it all up, so you know that there's the different sections and fish that can actually swim with each other, swim with each other, and then their predators are elsewhere. Um, it was actually really, really cool. Probably at night when everything's done. So and some of those quiet. fish look as ugly as you'll get out. Shoot. There's one fish that was so flat. I mean, you know how like the thin MacBook, the, the MacBooks Air are? They're about that thin. And you're like, how are some of these organs in here? Like, they're, they're, they're just flat. I imagine like finding Nemo, like when everybody's gone, they start talking to each other. <laughs> hey, man, I don't like the way you're looking at me all day. You know that white female boarding on us? Man, I don't like the way he's looking at me, dog. <laughs> That's funny. Like the Ghetto uh, Gear video. The Ghetto Gear. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are One hilarious. guy acts like Travis Scott. Hey, try to take my shoe. He tried to take my shoe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a girlfriend now, so pretty much just money on dates. Bruh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just money on dates. A little bit of money on comics. Um, 
That's about it. Jimmy ain't got no money. Well, you know I broke. <laughs> I guess I did buy Overwatch. Hey, you did buy it. Well, I contributed to that, too. Yeah, so. so we split... Well, you put 20, I put the other. It would have been 60, but then I used my coupon. GameStop coupon, so... You put 20, I put the other 20. Five, $26. Or, I'm uh, broke. I know. Absolutely. We stay broke. Broke, far broke. We, we ain't got, got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Brother Kanye's playing these new shoes. That's going to be a new thing. That's how, that's how we got it. Now, from now on, we got to intro... <laughs> Money to blow with broke five, bro. We ain't got it. That's hilarious. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, by the way, this money to blow is over. Uh, no man's sky got pushed back to like October again. Yeah, I think it's honestly to coincide with the release of the VR headset. So okay, not well, really worth. I mean, that makes it's smart, it but everybody sense. was waiting because it was a. It's about a month. It was away. yeah. It's, it's about a month, a month from now. Yeah. 21 days right. to be exact. It would have been 21 days. 22, because it came out on the 21st and oh, yeah, the 31st. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's uh, money to blow. Um, That's the wrap-up? Yeah. I'm going to wrap right. up this show. Do the wrap-up. Um, so, yeah. Guys, uh, we, we appreciate you guys listening to us. If you want to get in touch with us, get in contact with us, you can reach us on Facebook at Even More About Nothing. That is our page. Um... Chances are you're probably already listening on iTunes or on SoundCloud or whatever Google calls their podcast stuff, whatever the app, the Android market calls it. I don't know. You're already listening to us on that platform, but just so you know, we are on those platforms if you didn't know. Uh, also, you can email us at evenmoreaboutnothing at gmail.com. Please send us emails so we can actually use it. Hey. By the way, thank you, John. Hey, can I recommend something? Wait, what? Can I recommend something? Hey, go ahead. Right, we'll do it. That's the end of the section. Oh, bet. Right, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, okay. So, of course, all you know that I play Destiny a lot, and the big controversy with the game is there's no story. And I know that. But the real story is within the Grimoire cards, and I recommend people read the Grimoire cards because there's so much in there that the history, what's going on, more details about other characters, just read them. Don't, bl- don't blast the game. Just read it. Okay. Play the game and then read. Cause that's various to observation. You are you you live and breathe that game. Hey man, you learn a lot from the grimoire cards. The True more that. you play the game, the more the more grimoire cards you more earn. True that. True that. I think the grimoire card system is actually better than the echo system in division, but that's just me. Um, I'm still addicted. Echoes you have to find. Hmm? You have to find that. Yeah, they're just annoying sometimes. It was like you have to go. You're out. in the middle of a mission and you're like, you oh, find, oh, echo, echo found. <laughs> Why? Come on, man! I'm I'm getting body from three different angles. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout out to the homie Juice, um, Lafonso Mechanics, aka X Coon Squad X on PSN. Oh, I remember when I played with him on the beta. Yeah, yeah, that dude was funny. Yeah. So I was on Division yesterday. I was streaming. Um, I don't know if I get that much time to stream today. I'll probably do a night stream or something, Excellent. depending on how addicted Tim is to that One Piece game. But uh, yeah, we might not be able to play. Uh, I'll probably stream some PC games then. Um, but yeah, uh, homie helped me out last night on Division. So I, I finally got to level thirty. Finally ranked up. I was sitting at a one thirty something gear score. Right? It wasn't that high. One twenty seven, one thirty something max. Bro, we played a total of two hours together. I am at a 
214, no, 210 gear score. Like, yeah, like, we ran through, like, we only did, like, five or six missions, but I got I got me a AUG now. I got me AUG now, which is one of the best guns in the game. I have me three forts. Uh, no, no, exactly half. I have exactly half of an entire gear set that I didn't know I would like and I'm in love with. I'm actually about to um, build a class around it called the Heavy Healer. Because um, the set I have, it's plus 1,000% ammo capacity and um, plus 1,000% LMG damage. Yeah, it's stupid. And then if you have four pieces equipped, if your gun is holstered, you automatically gain ammo. So by switching gun, your ammo fully restocks. So all oh, so it's like um what was that icebreaker? Exactly. Exactly. It's that weapon was nasty. So I usually play with either an SMG and an LMG, an LMG and an assault rifle, or assault rifle and an SMG. So now that I have this gear set, once I complete it, bro, my LMG's damage is 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 so high. And I don't even have mods on the gun. It's already doing 105k DPS. When I throw some mods on that thing, I'm going to top out at 220 DPS. It's nasty. And I'm so hyped. So yeah, Division, they fixed it. The Dark Zone is hard. Like, they did, the patch was wonderful. The Dark Zone is hard. You go in there all gallivanting around, you're going to get murked. Like, the NPCs will drop you. They, they, will, they will not cease. They will drop you in the <laughs> blink of an eye. And then the rogues, again, are hard. They're annoying, but they get punished, too. Like, this guy went rogue on me, and the NPCs wiped him off the face of the planet. He didn't even go back to get his gear. I snatched it up. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the, the, the Dark Zone is hard, which I think it was always intended to be hard. Um, but there's it, no, oh. it was intended for be a team thing. Yeah, it's definitely intended to be a team thing. You go in there solo, double, unless you're like level ninety nine, and you have a two forty gear score, you are going to die. Um, but it's so much fun. The challenge is worth it, and the cool part about it is like you go in there, you work hard, you 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 work your tail off, but you get rewarded, you know. And then I haven't done the incursions yet, but I'm planning to get those done sometime this week. Get the Falcon lost and the other incursion done. But uh, yeah. Um, recommendations real quick. I have one of those going to recommend. You guys check out Jouet.co. Uh, one of our partners, Fashionable Kelly for Gamers. Um, if you're into the fashion scene, the hip-hop scene, check out the Loop KC, downtown Westport. We'll plug their address in there. Loop KC, it's a cool little spot they do. Um, I'm actually planning on going to their next event. They actually started doing rap battles now. Oh. Yeah. Well, they've been doing them for a while, but they're starting to get bigger and better, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna go peep some of their rap battles. Um, my last record. Seems hmm? weak and season nine. Yeah, I mean they posted videos online and there was some dude talking about all this smack. He got bodied. It was like, wait till the video come out. Wait till the video came out. You got bodied, son. Chill out. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm also gonna recommend you guys pick up both Captain America one and DC Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Also, pick up Black Panther one, two, three should be out this week if not next week. And strange. Just pick up the whole Doctor Strange. Took my recommendations. Cool. Uh, I was, was going to say rebirth and cap, but you know that's the thing. Oh, you recommend. All right. Anyways, uh, I recommend. Yeah. Anyways, uh, again, this episode is brought to you by Jouet, fashionable clothing for the gamers, for the geeks, for guys who like stuff like us. Guys and uh, girls. Huh? Guys and girls. Oh, guys and girls. You're not sex. Well, that was, yeah, I should be better about that, but that was supposed to be a general term, but anyways. Anyways, uh, again, if you're 
again, uh, just to kind of reiterate our, our contacts, you can find us on Facebook at Even More About Nothing. That's our page. You can email us at Even More About Nothing at gmail.com. Find us on SoundCloud. Find us on iTunes and whatever Google calls or the Android calls their podcast stuff. So. Y'all not getting Kingdom Hearts, dog. <laughs> I just got an email from Square Enix. Coming October 2016 to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita, Dragon Quest Builders. Pre-order now. Y'all are not getting <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, bro. Bro, what did I just say? What did I just say? I'm done. Good night. Dragon I'm done. Quest I'm done. Come on. All right. All right. Podcast over. Y'all have a good day. Dragon Quest 7, 3, 5, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3,